Friends, I find the words of Jesus at the end of our Gospel today some of the most encouraging and consoling and timely words for us all to hear right now. Just to repeat them, Come to Me, all who labor and are burdened, and I will refresh you. Take My yoke upon you and learn from Me, for I am meek and humble of heart. For My yoke is easy, and My burden is light. The yoke uh, is, of course, a wooden beam that was used to harness two animals together so that they could pull a plow or a cart. Right? I grew up in uh, Little Marblehead. We didn't have many yokes floating around. But I didn't know what a yoke was. So a few years ago, I had to look it up. It's this wooden beam right, that goes across the, the animals. Right, so that they can have sort of leverage together, share the burden, share the weight uh, to carry and to lead a plow or a cart. And so the image, the, the first image obviously today is that Jesus carries us with him. That See, because if you remember from last weekend, Jesus has some tough words for us, which is, if you don't carry your cross, you're not worthy to be my disciple. You're not worthy to be my disciple. And I protest and I say, Lord, I can't carry my cross because I feel like right now I need rest and I need somebody to help carry my cross. There is so much chaos and tragedy and suffering. I feel overwhelmed. And we leave last weekend thinking, I can't carry my crosses. And then this weekend we're told, yes, you can because I carry them with you. I carry the load. I carry the heavier part of the load. I am the wooden beam harnessed to you to help you to carry the sufferings and the burdens that weigh you down. But if we take the image a little further, I think, it actually sheds some real light on sort of spiritual lessons. Because the success of a yoke is that both animals remain in sync with one another. See, if one of the animals goes too fast, right, it compromises the other animal, right, and it makes the, the, the carrying process more difficult. Or if one of the animals goes too slow, right, the animal gets fatigued and just sits down, right, it compromises the ability to be in sync and to carry uh, what it is that they're carrying. And so I want to suggest to you that in, in two different ways, we can either outpace God's self and others, or we can lag behind God's self and others. So I want you to imagine using the metaphor that you're the one animal harnessed by a wooden beam to, on the one hand, Jesus, in the second metaphor, yourself, and the third metaphor, others. And that we can outpace God's self and others, and we can also lag behind God's self and others. So what do I mean? We can outpace God. We can outpace Jesus when we do too much too quickly spiritually. You see this a lot, actually, you see this a lot with like recent converts or recent believers. They like want to set the world on fire, so they go with all this zeal, and they take on too much. 
And then they lose track of what God's trying to actually reveal to them in the present. I call it spiritual spoiling. It's just like the process of physical spoiling for children. You give children too many objects too quickly. They will never exhaust uh, the totality of the objects they have, and they'll get bored. They'll get bored, and they'll miss the enjoyment of the toys they actually have. But the same thing can happen with us in the spiritual life. We can overstimulate the spiritual life and outpace God and miss what he's trying to reveal to us in the present. We can also outpace God by thinking we have God figured out. Totally putting him in a box. I've got God. He's right up here locked in. Of course, we outpace God there because we miss the various ways outside of the box that God often is trying to reveal himself to us. We can outpace ourselves. We can outpace ourselves by being too ambitious. We can seek too many things at once. We can have we can be involved in too much, outpacing our own sanity and our own balance. We can outpace ourselves. We can outpace ourselves by overstimulation. I've been thinking a lot during quarantine about I'm not sure we're hardwired to take in as much as we're currently taking in and staying sane. Like I'm not sure we were were made to take in as much information and as much stimulation as we currently are and remain balanced. So we can certainly outpace ourselves by over stimulation and by ambition. We can also outpace others. It's usually an outgrowth of outpacing ourselves. If we get so busy and preoccupied with the things that I have to do, others become a distraction and a disruption, something that holds us back from actually caring for the needs of others because we've outpaced ourselves, and others become then an annoyance, not someone to be served. We can also outpace others by overcorrecting, by wanting them to meet our measuring stick and our standard too quickly, by seeing a person saying, I want this person to grow and become a better version of themselves, but we impose too quickly how they need to get there. We can overcorrect and therefore outpace others. Those are areas where we as the, the, the ox go too fast. We go too fast, and so we compromise. We compromise the other animal. We don't stay in sync. We can lag behind too, obviously. We can lag behind in our relationship with God by not making faith a priority, by not finding or striving for any kind of spiritual commitments, for settling for spiritual mediocrity, for not striving to find time to pray, by not striving to find ways that we can better ourselves in the spiritual life. We lag behind spiritually. We lag behind spiritually if we see faith as just a merely intellectual affair and not a penetration into the heart that transforms us from faith in the mind to faith in the heart and faith in action. We lag behind. We can lag behind with regard to ourself by not being faithful to the commitments that we have made. I know one of the things often written about my generation and below us, millennials and Gen Zers, is that we always like to keep our options open. 
So if we make a commitment, that's only good insofar as a better option doesn't present itself uh, the next day. I, I'm, I'm as guilty of this as the next person. It's like, yeah, I'll, I'll be happy to hang out with you unless somebody else I want to hang out with more comes along. Right? But part of staying faithful to the commitments that we've made and the responsibilities we've undertaken is a way of being in sync with ourselves. We can also uh, lag behind ourselves when we don't fit, fit, do the things we know we need to do to remain balanced and centered. We all know them, right? We know what, it ne- what we need to do. We know how much sleep we need, how much, uh, how much working out we need, how much prayer we need, how much leisure we need, how much we need to invest in hobbies and things we enjoy. We know everything that would make us a more well-rounded person, and yet we often fail in the discipline of enacting those things. So we remain out of sync with ourselves. Finally, obviously, we can lag behind others. We can lag behind in our service of others. We can say it's not my problem. We can fail to stretch ourselves by interacting with people that we don't particularly like or that disagree with us on politics and religion. We can lag behind by not stretching ourselves in being vulnerable before others. Friends, I think when we stretch this metaphor today, it obviously is teaching us that Jesus carries our crosses, our burdens with us. But I think it's also an insight into remaining in sync, in sync with God, self, and others. And that we can outpace God, self, and others. We can also lag behind. One final connection is just our country on this Independence Day, that I think it's fair to say that in some ways we have outpaced Others, And here I mean it in the positive sense, that our country and our founding ideals represent a, a pioneering experiment. They represent somewhat, something that we were ahead of our times, something that people have tried to emulate in the centuries since. It's also fair to say, of course, that we have lagged behind, that in making those founding ideals accessible to all, right, and in various imperfections that we still have as a country, we have lagged behind the ideals that we celebrate uh, this weekend in the Declaration of Independence. So friends, we all carry burdens. We all carry lots of burdens. Last week we were told we have to carry those. Can't forget them. We have to carry them if we want to be a disciple of Jesus. The good news of this week is we never carry them alone. We never carry them alone. He carries them with us, and He carries the heavier part. He carries the heavier part to lighten our load. So let's stay in sync with Jesus, with ourself, and with others, as He carries the heaviest part of the burden of our sufferings with us. Amen.